Welcome back to another episode of Chaos Inc., our bi-weekly tabletop RPG actual play, where we play some Identico. And I am Alex the Humanoid, your wonderful GM. Thank you for joining us today. If you would like to get caught up on Chaos Inc., you can always go check us out at youtube.com slash identico, um, especially last episode. I was particularly, when we got done with the stream last week, I was really happy about last week, or last time's episode. Like, I was like, this was... That was solid. Like, I was really, really, really happy. I am, as always, joined by our wonderful cast of characters. Silly, bonkers people that they are. I'm not saying the other thing I said about this cast right before we came on stream today. <laughs> because it will give me a terms was, of service violation. That was private. That was private, too. <laughs> yes. And since since he kicked off, first, we have Caleb playing Zed Lane. Deceit. Is a weapon of greed. It's fair. It's pretty fair. I don't think you can get rich without lying. That's for sure. That's very for sure. Uh, sure. Next in the shoot is our intrepid hacker, Kaylee, playing Chone. It appears that hijinks are the most logical course of action. For this group? I thought that's basically the only course of action. <laughs> And next, we have our sneaky, sneaky Leo, our former cop, Michael, playing Maxie. Fire is the devil's only friend. I want to be the devil's friend. Daggone. There we go. We're, we got some real quiet ones tonight for the quotes. <laughs> Just saying. Dot, who plays our great Merc Stitches, who last episode... Got some new vehicles. The Stitches was very, very happy about. Um, Dot. What's going <laughs> a wise, on? Oh, gosh. A wise man can learn more from his enemies than a fool from his friends. Ooh. That's a nice one. That's deep. That is deep. Y'all are just in it today. I don't know what's going on. Maybe less hijinks today. Let's find out. But first, let's talk about last episode. Uh, last episode, they all woke up horribly, horribly hungover um, with Billy rushing them out of the house. Hey, guys, we got to go. Got to go as the teams had abandoned the house in the middle of the night while the crew was sleeping. Um, after some, like, back and forth in the house, they got on the road where Billy took them to see Adeline. They met up with Adeline and the person who was wearing the kilt from a few episodes back, who they finally got a name to, his name is Kidu. And they got a term 
for what Chone is now, an entangled, a deeper term. Um, they sat, discussed the situation with Adeline. Adeline got them some new safe house, some new wheels, some new stuff, and said, looks like you have a new way to go. Boy, don't you wish you would have shot Kelly Aguilar when you had the chance in episode one. Okay, talk about a long payoff, right? Details. Uh, So they head back into Dallas, get to their fancy new uh, tacky in the best way for Zed uh, apartment. Uh, uh, Zed introduces stitches to sweet cream on meat lovers pizza. Right. Talking about a taste explosion. Right. Uh, And they're good. They begin making their plans uh, after eliciting a promise from Maxie not to shoot anybody from the balcony this time. Unless they shoot first. Unless they shoot first. So uh, that's where we're going to pick up with today's episode. So you had had dinner the night before. You're finally feeling rested. Uh, Adeline sends you a message in the morning telling you that she will have the dummy device to you tomorrow. Um, what would you like to do now? Zed is going to go into resort research mode. <clears throat> so I'm going to go to the our work table, our hollow table, pull the screens up. I'm going to be starting to research the church mm-hmm. and all of the big names that attend there, all of the people that show up. I'm going to start digging into... Well, I'm going to focus on who the people are, what their social circles are, who they interact with, where they work, what they do outside of church, outside of work, that kind of thing. And I'm... I'm. This is a very focused... Um, trying to figure out if there's anything we can exploit, any weak points we can put some leverage on, any kind of blackmail we can pick up on. Um, theoretically, we are looking for maybe some resources that are being channeled to Aguilar or indication of some subterfuge that's going on that may reveal some of that level of information that we need. But big picture... If all I can pick up on is, you know, Billy Joe loves going to a certain restaurant and I can meet him there and, and blackmail him. That's cool, too. Wasn't it Billy Joe and Bobby Sue? Yeah. Two Probably. young lovers. Nothing better to do. I think that's how it goes. OK. Um, are you mostly rolling around like are we are we Googling? What are we? What? How are you wanting to go about this? This is a very typical type of deep dive for Zed back in his corporate office days where he was the headhunter coming in to, you know, buy out the firm and manipulate people into doing what he wanted. So very much a Google search of people and then finding that thing that he just notices that's like, oh, that's a thing. And then he kind of drills down into it. Like he's developed this instinct over the years. He can notice when people 
are hiding something or are clearly being leading a double life kind of thing. He can notice those. You have either indicators. Uh, yeah. Do you have either intel analysis or counterintelligence? I do. I have. Uh, I have all of those. Intel analysis is probably the most appropriate for this particular point in time. You're mostly dealing with open source intelligence. That's the stuff you're trying to aim at right now. Um, I'm presuming you send a request to the head shed for as many intelligence files as they've got. Once I get kind of my feet wet in, in some faces and some names, like what's out there, for public consumption and I've got a couple leads then yes and at some point if Joan wakes up and and comes down I'll bug them to help me I started early I I woke up early did my routine did a quick little workout showered I'm out here in you know like uh like like very classic 90s kind of shirt shirt unbuttoned suspenders i'm in working mode i'm I'm ready to go i'll wait for i'll whip put together a quick little breakfast wait for the rest of them to wake up okay uh intel analysis yep 15 okay um with that kind of a role um oh there are a lot of very high up political people. If you recall, the head pastor's brother is highly placed. He's the attorney general for the Republic of Texas. Um, mm. So there's a lot of politicians, a lot of people that they have a, a significant number of um, prominent names on their list. Um, beyond the stuff that you had already gotten about the head pastor's daughter, Eileen, uh, and Seaver, the associate pastor who you were looking into, the name that sticks out the most to you is, and you're like, initially you can't remember why, right? But the name that, that sticks out to you is Reynard Neal. It's a squirrely name. Okay. You just don't remember why, but it's, it's okay. It's like one of those things. It's like, it's, it's right in the back of your mind and you're just trying to like, you're sipping coffee and, and starting to make breakfast and you're like, Pinky's out. you're like, so you're, you're doing kind of secondary tasks to let your mind like wander its pathways and, and, Oh, Oh yeah. Yeah. Making some gravy, making some hollandaise sauce, the rest of some bacon, the rest of you wake up to the smell of bacon, which, as we all know, overtakes the smell of any other breakfast thing in your house and will also be the smell of your apartment for the next seven hours. It's a good smell, though. No complaints. Maxie, you wake up to the smell of bacon. Uh, Maxie's stomach rumbles as he begins his like his calisthenics and exercise in his room. Um quick shower afterward and then he will come out for coffee and uh, sit by the window and just looking at the skyline dot you two uh, wake to the smell of bacon and the bright Texas sun 
blasting in through the balcony window. <clears throat> As you had um, taken the, the, the owner's suite. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she probably has a very similar morning to everybody else, but there's likely some... Um, likely some like meditation and yoga that happens in in that in front of that window so you know just soaking up the rays and then it's the it's the first night in three that dot or that stitches has not woken up hung over i kind of think it would be funny and this is just a, a side note if the owner's suite had like custom settings that was set to the actual owner so like the curtains open like really early in the morning, like there's like some horrible music that plays that that Stitches is not a fan of. Like there's a lot of custom things that are available to do in that room that have been set by someone else. That's uh, hilarious. Yeah. yeah. It, it opens playing gospel music. Oh gosh. Yeah, she <laughs> like looks for whatever button to turn it off. Um and she, like you hear <laughs> Maxie, whoever else is up hears stitches from the room. Just turn off. Just, just, please. <laughs> uh, it takes you a few moments, but you do find a touchscreen next to the next to the door exiting the room that allows you to control all of those settings. So you do manage to find a way to, after first turning it up a whole bunch. Oh gosh! And then yeah. accidentally switching it to mariachi music for a second, managing to turn it off. I'm fine with the mariachi music. Um, <laughs> but yeah, after finally getting that all figured out and making herself presentable, you know, you see Stitches come out of the room and like shut the door behind her and she's just kind of leaning up against the door like, huh. Um, anybody want to trade rooms? <laughs> really? You do, no, Zed? I'm, no, I'm fine with mine. I'm I'm always for bigger and better. But I don't okay. care. Whatever. I mean, if you want to deal with that in the morning, that's fine. <laughs> deal with what? You didn't hear? You couldn't hear? The I was cooking. Thing? I was cooking. I was busy. I was focused. My mistake. What'd you make? Usual stuff. Uh, bacon, bacon's coming out. Uh, toast, biscuits, gravy. He says usual stuff, and he, I've only been with him, what, four days? Uh, a little over a week now. Okay, well, but I was almost there. Never never in a stable location. Uh, right. <laughs> Joan, your room being uh, closest to the kitchen, you can actually hear the sound of pots and pans. Uh, as I'm presuming since Zed is making a hollandaise that they're also poaching their eggs. Obviously. Uh, I... I would, but Chone is actually not in their room. Oh, where's uh, Chone? The rest of the group finds out when the door opens out suddenly. And Chone comes in in uh, damp swimwear, carrying a very large stack of books, like physical hard copy books. And they kind of kick the door closed behind them and then, like, walk over to the main table and kind of set everything down with a large thud. And then they grab, they kind of start parsing through them. Is there a library in a pool? No, 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 no. I I ordered these last night and I intercepted the delivery guy because I got a ping uh, on on, on my tech head when he was going to get to the building. So I got done 
with my did you know they have a pool here there's a pool in the basement for use of the residents it's kind of awesome i did like 25 laps it was very refreshing and then i went and intercepted the books and i brought the books up here and now breakfast smells really good okay oh when we're done i have something i want you to research for me but when we're done okay uh, i just got to get through at least one of these today and, Chon- and they grab a book that's like about looks like 400 500 pages in length and just hardcover and sets it down at their place at the table and then flips the open book open and it's uh, an idiot's guide to quantum mechanics <clears throat> maxi stands up from the from the window kind of walks back into the eating area the the, the dining area the common area um Chon, did you sleep last night How long? They kind of look up in the distance, look at, like they're looking at their tech head to see what time it is. Four hours, maybe maybe three and a half. For the work that we are going to need to do, you are going to need more rest. Well, I needed to get a workout in, and uh, well. You know what? You're right. Energy is important. And they get up and go to the kitchen and get a soda out of the fridge. Like a heavy, heavily caffeinated soda. Uh, Maxie Maxi just like shrugs his shoulders and walks back to the window and sits down. I, I, I made coffee. I, I got this cool espresso machine. I can. I didn't Why? know about the espresso machine. I just I just needed a, a, a joke cola. But this is I've I've got the good stuff. That's that's garbage. This has re- got real sugar. You can't get that up north anymore, or out west, or anywhere except I, Texas now. I I have it. It it's here for the espresso. Why are you using my cola in your espresso? I'm not putting cola in espresso. I'm I'm sugar. Said, it's here because they've got it. Uh, what? Th- see, read. This says sugar. Read. This is sugar. This this is this is a container of sugar. This, I'll is put it can, in, this is a can of Jolt Cola, and it says sugar. See? Real Mexican cane sugar. <laughs> At this point, I think Stitch is probably is standing, seeing what's going on. Um, said, I'll take Chone's coffee if if they aren't going to drink it. Thank okay, you. Here you go. I, I never said I wasn't going to drink it. He just got all up in my face because I was having a cold beverage. I can make cold? <laughs> I look, just wanted a cola because we said I didn't have enough sleep. It doesn't we, matter actually if it's hot or cold because they're just two different states of superposition. They can both be both at the same time. Too early for that kind of stuff. Agreed. Cola or coffee? Shush. They <laughs> go back to the table and go back to their book. This is just Sipping on our coffee. <laughs> so, um, what what's the plan? Like, what are we what are we doing? Um, I mean, I know what the plan is, but what are we doing today to prepare for that plan? I mean, I have a couple ideas, but Maxie, what are you feeling? Zed, you're performing research, correct? Yeah, I started this morning. 
Chone is going to be assisting you with the research? I, I was hoping. I don't want to interview with um, Storytime Reading Corner, but if they can help, absolutely, please. We, until we know for sure, or until we have a better idea of what the security forces look like, I'm going to be cleaning and stripping our weapons. Excuse me, stripping and cleaning our weapons. Jones looks up for a second at that and then loses interest quickly. Stitches does not lose interest. <laughs> um, I, I... I know that, you know, everybody has their own process and steps that they go through, but I'm, I'm more than happy to help or prep that kind of thing. You, Stitches, may want to look into the status of those vehicles that we'll be using and give them a complete rundown. Ooh, even better for me. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. And when I'm finished with the weapons assessment, I will assist. Perfect. Until we find out more about what security forces we'll be up against, my skill set is best used in equipment prep at this point. Also same. Works for me. And break. Yeah. Break what? Go team go. Go where? I'm sorry. I zoned out during that. What are we doing? Clearly. Finish your book. I've got something for you to look up, and then we'll figure out what we're going to do from there. Okay. Um, where is... So I have the... <laughs> I just... I just I almost just said so I have the frunk. <laughs> no, just the junk that goes in it. Yeah. So obviously the the all-terrain vehicle that you have is down in the parking garage right now. Right. Uh, the note from Adeline says that your uh quadcopter is currently in one of the private terminals at Love Field. Okay. So I'd have to go all the way there. How far is that from our suite? Uh, as the crow flies? About... As the quadcopter flies. Uh, it's about three miles away, three and a half. Okay. It's You're not far from there. Love Field is on, like, near the center of town. Okay. That being said, um, I'll probably just head there then. If that's cool with everybody to just do my checks, make sure everything's on the up and up on that front. Sound good? Two thumbs up and high fives. Great. So you start driving over to Love Field. Maxie, you are currently disassembling a series of weapons, uh, which you've now taken over the giant oversized wagon wheel coffee table that I described in the last session in the Mm -hmm. living room as... uh, You've laid down stripping mats and stuff like that to to check the functionality of all the weapons, make sure everything's clean, no carbon, mm-hmm. lightly oiled. Max is also taking an inventory because he knows he's he's fairly sure we're going to, have to order some more. 
y'all brought a pretty good uh, stack of weapons with you, and you haven't really ditched any of your weapons. The only ones you're actually missing right I, now are chones. See, I, I thought we couldn't, I di- didn't think we got our entire weapon haul out of the facility go. before we split. You got most of it out. Okay. Again, the ones you're missing right now are the ones that Chone was carrying when they were okay. taken. Because yeah. you weren't able to recover those weapons. So knowing that, knowing that as we're as he's tripping the weapons, Maxi will also make a note and order a replacement and the prerequisite parts to modify another gun for Chone. Okay. Uh, it's Texas. Uh, they can have him delivered to you today. Thirty minutes or less. That's what Report he was hoping. Free. It's actually a buy two get one free. Because Texas, just just the one is fine. <laughs> okay, you. So, yeah, that's what. Yeah, Maxi. Maxi will concentrate his efforts on that. Um, listening, waiting for information uh, on the security presence, or what we may need to do from a security standpoint, or a you know backup plan standpoint from Chone and from Zed. Okay. Well, I will clean up from breakfast when everyone's done and everyone is off doing their stuff and then keep poking around at some research until Chone lets me know they're free. Do you ever do anything to, like, get Chone's attention during that time? <laughs> it, it depends on how long it takes for me to realize that Chone isn't going to do anything until I engage with them. You are 100% correct on that one. Okay. So I will I will give it, I don't know, like an hour. Okay. Of poking around some research. Like I'll do that thing where I'll, I'm in the middle of something and I look up and look over at Chone. Okay. And, and wait. And then Chone just ignores me. Okay. Like, I'm trying to give the social cues of, hey, I'm ready if you're ready. <laughs> you're showing social cues to a hacker. I mean... Yes. And then I'll get up and, uh, like, maybe straighten up the apartment a little bit, play around with some of the um, touch pads. As, as Zed is doing that, Maxi will look up from the wagon wheel table. You'll have to ask them directly. The experience has left them even less aware than they were before. Uh, I, I know. I was just trying to be polite. Uh, there's no. <coughs> if you need to get something done, polite is not the thing you need to be right now. Okay. Okay. It's gonna. It's gonna take time, and unfortunately, we do not have the time right now. Uh, Max. All right. The other thing that you notice as you're doing your inventory is the one thing, and this is right before you order that those parts for Chone, uh, the one thing you are running dangerously low on is actually ammunition. Because mm. you don't resupplied at all. No, um, that being as, yeah, as he's, as Maxi is taking note of the amount of ammunition and the, the empty magazines we have versus full uh, and lack of ammunition boxes, um, he'll add that to the order. 
That's what actually does is Maxie also remembers that one Some. of the most important things to do maintenance on is your yes. magazine. Yes, and of people course. People always forget and, about um, the magazine. And of course, uh, there'll be a, a variety of ammunitions. that will do some uh, light ammunition, some full jacket, armor piercing. Yep. Um, Dot, as you arrive at the airfield, the NFC token that you were given by Adam lets you into the hangar. It's a solo hangar, single thingy. There's no attendance in there. Um, give me a perception check. Goody. Something I don't have. <laughs> Whatever is perception. <laughs> That's a one. Not stitches. Uh, stitches is very focused on the shiny big metal I thing. See, yeah. Actually, I see. so on the outside, your first impression is what a hunk of junk. <laughs> Great. Like there's some kind of like some some like rust patches on some stuff. Like it, it made the Angel City run in 12 parsecs. It, it, <laughs> it looks like it was cobbled together. There's like six different colors of paint. Like, it looks like crap. Okay, but to be fair to Stitches, it's probably still like, oh my gosh, yeah, this is great. <laughs> it's a fixer-upper, looks- even better. Yeah, exactly. I can't break it any more than it already is broken. So, yeah, I mean, she's probably still, like, ogling this thing. Like, oh, my gosh, I get to fly you. Oh. Hey there. Um, and is there anything else in the... Is that what my perception check was? Was seeing if there was anything else in the hangar or... No, it was literally to, just... to note something about the aircraft. But so once okay. you... So you, you head over to the hatch. Mm-hmm. Pop it open. Mm-hmm. The interior does not match the exterior. Perfect. The interior is immaculately maintained. Signed, like shined, everything's built up nicely. The seats are rich Corinthian leather. (laughs) Like, the straps are top tier. You see it's got uh, impact suits hanging from hooks near the back of the, the... the tailgate um when you go to sit down it turns itself on and you hear a disembodied voice greetings pilot please state how you would like to be addressed greeting starfighter <laughs> I, I almost said ooh fancy <laughs> and then you know yeah keep it that's what she says <laughs> Now, this isn't a podcast. It says, it says <laughs> whatever you said went out live. It says, I know that. I was says, going to correct myself, but the, then decided that I liked that option, okay. Kaylee. I know how to speak. Thank you. So the, the system says, the system says, A firm, you will henceforth be designated as fancy. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. Fancy, request permission to gather biometric data to adjust for piloting systems. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah, I'm. I'm ready. Let's let's do this. You see a laser scanner pop, like scan you up and down from above the HUD, and it says adjusting seat, 
and strap systems to fit. And you feel the chair like move into position and like slightly like come out of a slight recline into like a comfortable position for flying. And then the yoke pops forward. Yeah. Um, she like watches the scan thing happen and then to herself, did you get the nethers? I mean, geez. Wow. This is intuitive. Do I you, like it. Do you require a system rundown, Fancy? Yes, I do. And so it starts running through the systems. Uh, it is hiding a railgun. <laughs> uh, a pair of 2.75 inch rocket pods. Great. Um, an integrated stealth system. Um, now that you're looking at this, it looks like somebody took a CH-99 Chaos and made it look like crap on the outside. Oh, yes. Like, this is a... It's an urban interdiction attack copter. I'm 100% in love with this thing. Um, it informs you that it has uh, pindle mounts for... Uh, uh, man-operated machine guns in the side doors if you'd like to install them. Person-operated, Alex. The, machines, the yes. machine doesn't think that way. It, it, it makes the mistake. Um, it, it says, would you like me to transmit to your GLOW uh, specifications for the machine guns that will fit the pendle mounts? Yes. Your little GLOW goes, boom, with a text message. I, I read through it. And it outlines a series of machine guns that will fit in the pendle mounts. Perfect. Okay, great. Oh, I can't wait to go back and tell Maxi. And then you could, targeting you could, advertising immediately say, pulls up. A, I was going to say you could you could ping that list to Maxi now. Okay, I will get then. those ordered. Whatever yeah, whatever you're oh, trying yeah. to order. Okay, yeah, I'll send. <laughs> I send Maxi a message that just says shopping list <laughs> uh, on the shop- an array of things on the shopping list are a series of just different types of machine gun uh, ranging from a light machine gun to super heavies uh, which ones would you like to buy Maxie question marks come back you get a couple of question mark emojis and also a, an eggplant and a question mark and an eggplant Um, she, she sends back the, like, I know, right, like, um, emoji, like, the gasp face, and, um, yeah, 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 this is gonna be great. I, I'm not giving this back. This is mine now. <laughs> um, you get another, another text back from Maxi. No, which ones? Question mark, all, question mark. All of them. Any that you any you know what? You pick. Treat yourself. And then another text comes back. Your ship, your pick. Oh my gosh. I don't make decisions. I just go with the flow. And then um, uh then you Maxi briefly sent you a confirmation. Uh that's a link to a confirmation that shows that each of these items has been ordered. Perfect. That's all I needed. 
So now I have a tricked out ride, yeah? <laughs> yes. That looks like a jalopy on the outside. Listen, that's fine. Um, it's the inside that's ma- that matters. <laughs> so the computer continues to talk to you saying, Fancy, would you like to customize any of our internal settings? What settings are customizable? So we're, we'll we'll come back to that. So we're just going to say that Stitches spends the next yes. like forty five oh, minutes yes. talking to the computer, like adjusting like speed settings and pilot oh, yeah. controls, and just tweaking with how the the weapons station works and everything else. There's literally a list of notifications for like targeting a, a target acquisition noises, just like yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Boy, you're going. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so, or like if there's a if there's a missile lock and it misses, you get dun 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 dun. <laughs> womp womp. Perfect. Yes. Oh yes. Everything. Okay. Yep. All right, so uh, are we going to cut back to the safe house? Yeah, that's where you're at now. All right. So uh, Maxie gave Zed that piece of advice. So Zed goes over to the table and sits down next to Chone and like knocks on the table next to them. Did I eat breakfast? No, you just drank that disgusting soda. soda. You serve breakfast though, right? Yes, and you didn't eat it. You just drank soda. Let's eat some food. I was gonna and eat it. Eat it now. But you already did the dishes. I'll do more dishes. That's part of cooking and hospitality. I, I like doing to, dishes. Didn't you want me to look at something for you? Yes. Here. Here's Why a plate of food. Just let me look at what you need me to look at. Eat eat food. And look at this. I can do two things at once. I, I doubt that, friend. That's that's hurtful. I, 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 I just want to make sure you're okay because there's there's wild things happening and 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 you're you're very important with what's going on. So I need to make sure you're okay. Why are you researching Reynard Neal? That's what I was going to ask you, because I was checking out the church and the people that go to the church, and this name kept popping up, and I think it's important, but I can't put my finger on it. Why did you look him up on Friend Finder? I'm using every option I have. Uh, Alex, what can I? I'm gonna set a search spider up to do a deeper dive on Reynard Neal. That term, that search term. And, Give uh, me a software check. That's a pretty good start. Sixty-one. Um, not a red notice, but Reynard Neal does have a blue notice out from Interpol. So they don't have an active warrant, but uh, Interpol is actively investigating them and trying to confirm information about their location and activities in relation to a criminal investigation. Um, When you dig a little deeper on that, it looks like uh, Reynard Neal is an arms trafficker and human trafficker. 
um, they tend to use that money to fund religious terrorist groups like the Sons of Joshua. Um, a lot of the ones that operate both out of the Northeast and then out of Texas, um, they use them as basically proxy armies to conduct guerrilla attacks against their their targets. Uh, any known last location? Uh, Dallas. What I was thinking. Do we have? Is there any uh, like photos or anything? Yep. Like that At on? the church. What was that? At the church. Oh goody. Chun uh, will throw that up on like a hollow display. It's like, ooh, that is one not pleasant human being. Uh, Interpol's got him a uh, blue notice out on him. Uh, he's an arms trafficker. He deals in well people uh, and funnels all that into. Oh look and throws up the picture of him at the church. He funnels it into little armies of religious zealots that want to take over everything. Hmm. Is that what you were, uh, what you had in mind? I mean, it's definitely good. It's definitely helpful. Um, okay. Um, Alex, when was that picture taken? Uh, so when you're digging through the social media of the church, it looks like Mr. Neal attends church three times a week, Right. Wednesdays, Sunday morning services, and Sunday evening devotionals. I mean, that's just a good practice. Um, yeah, but is he a true believer, or is he just you know, using it as a cover? You can't tell. Um, bio information, he's 43 years old, only child, unmarried. Um, currently divorced, I should say. Uh, his former wife was a um, Miss Texas International, uh, beauty queen type. Um, they've been divorced for, uh, three years now. Um, that what information was the reason for the divorce, irreconcilable differences. So in other words, who the hell knows? Right. Um, his, day job is he actually works for one of the larger space companies in Texas. Um, so while Chone is pulling up this information, Zed is kind of pacing the room, spitballing. Um, so I'm thinking that he's probably got connections with other people that are like-minded in, in funding these types of activities, in, in channeling money. He may not have a direct connection to Aguilar and this other stuff that's going on, but he may be part of the circle. So maybe going to church is where they hang out. I mean, it's a it's an obvious cover. It's a place where they can meet, yeah, like, in the public eye, and nobody's gonna say boo to them. I mean, exactly. Churches, everybody goes to church. Um, Alex, I mean, except us. Yeah. So the company that his day yeah, job. Cool. The one that's his cover is he works for a space company called Tunguska Prospecting. Uh, they're an asteroid mining company. 
Um, decent size. They've been trying to join the Solar System Mining Collective for years. And, uh, like, the business news, you know, like, business news, right? Um, I said they've been trying to join the SSMC for years, um, and they keep getting denied. Nobody seems to know why, as they're one of the, the hot commodity dealers uh, out of Dallas. Um, he also, as a side note, uh, owns a steakhouse in downtown Dallas. A chain or an independent? Independent. And what is the name of the steakhouse? It's the Grass Hill Steakhouse. Uh, it's in a tower downtown. How far is it from here? Oh, I mean, you're right near city center. I mean, a couple miles. What do you want to do for dinner, Joan? Can I get reservations for tonight? Uh, you head over to their uh, grid site. Uh, party of four. Indeed. Would you like the early or late dinner? Late. Late. Uh, late dinner it is. I feel like I feel like that actually happened. Like Joan was trying to decide early or late, and Zed is like leaning over their shoulder. Late, push the late button. Late. That's when the cool kids eat. Uh, so your reservation is now for eight forty-five p.m. Uh, and. Uh, yeah. What's the dress code in the Grass Hill Steakhouse? Formal. Read my mind. Okay. Uh, it is at, yep, it's at the top of the Reunion Tower. So as soon as we get this reservation set, Zed immediately opens uh, a shopping window and just starts ordering formal attire for everyone. Okay. Chone leans over and and does exactly what Zed did, pokes and goes, no, that one. No, that's a hoodie. That's not formal. Not, not that one. And she points at, uh, if you remember back in uh, the tower when we were trapped, uh, the, she, they were wearing like that business suit. This mm -hmm. is uh, the same color as that, cut a little differently, but it's a, it's a little more uh, a little more night out and a little less boardroom. Oh, that's that's a good choice. I'm surprised. Okay, it will make us fit in a little bit better if it's appearing to be boy girl boy girl. I mean, as long as you're comfortable with that. We have worked together like this before. It's not I know. I'm just. Stitches I'm just will obviously drool over Maxi and become his arm candy at a moment's notice. I'm just making sure you're I'm going through some. You right now. Okay. Okay. You're going Would through you like some me to changes. You some more and and Chun like pats the back of your head, like 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 a puppy dog. It's like, it's okay, Zed. I am I am on board with this. I. I actually like that. Your, your hair is very soft. If you are ordering clothes, pipes ah. up from like a, across the <laughs> across the across the room. If you are ordering clothes, yeah, please remember that I will need 
some extra room in the tailoring to accommodate a weapon or two. And also, please ensure that the pants make my ass look good. Obviously. What do you, what do you take me for? I know your measurements. Thank you, I'm now, Zed. I'm now very curious what Zed has picked out for stitches. But I'm going to wait. You're not there. I know. Hold on. Caleb has to furious, furiously Google something. No, we'll be fine. Um, yeah, so we're going to do that. And... Maxie sends a text over to Stitches that says dinner tonight. Are are you asking me to go to dinner with you? And the response back is yes. No, the response back is a thumbs up. (laughs) There you go. She responds. Yeah, sure. Uh, I don't have I don't really have anything nice to wear. Do I need to stop and get something? And then I um. Not knowing what emojis to use for this, Maxie will just simply write back, being taken care of. Oh. Okay. And she sends back the thumbs up. <laughs> what what time do I need to be back? And then Maxie will re into the room. Uh, what time is the dinner? 8.45... Does she need uh, cosmetics? Does she have any in stock? In stock. I mean, I've I've got plenty. I don't know that Stitches is the type to use cosmetics heavily. Perhaps we will. It's more of a like touch up type thing. Yeah. Zed, if you have some already, then that will likely be fine. Uh, unless the cosmetics have to be specifically ordered for stitches. What's her skin tone? You've seen me. <laughs> um, I've I've got enough to cover everyone. Maxi, Maxi, like Maxi, gets like that. The kind of tilts his head and looks at Zed, like it, we're fine. She, we're fine. We're fine. So you get a text back from Maxi. You'll want to be back or um, dinner at 8:45. Am I coming back to the Am I coming back to the apartment to get ready or am I getting ready there? Maxie writes back come back to get clean (laughs) she just sends the thumbs up again so yeah she would probably go ahead and and then Maxie will just stitches is aware and will be back in time to get cleaned up for dinner 
Cool. Thank you. All right, so we're set for tonight. Is there anyone else you would like me to research? Can we... Hmm. Though I should have actually prefaced this beforehand that there is uh, not inf infinitesimal... Infinitesimal? Infinitesimal? I need to look that word up. There's a small chance we might get blown up again. I'm sorry, what? Well, remember last time that we got blown up? Well, the house got blown up. We got away. But why would we get blown up this time? Well, I mean, if they if they managed to track the track the search back to us, but I mean, really, really small chance. I'll shoot a look over to Maxie. Maxie looks back and just shrugs. You know, you could just ask me if you have questions instead of looking to Maxie. I am, like, right here. I mean, I, I wanted his opinion on the whole possibly getting blown up thing because that's, that's, that's true. his skill set. Blowing things up is definitely more of a Maxie thing. You're correct. Yeah. I apologize for uh, assuming uh, that you were just being insensitive, which you were not. So, my bad. I mean, I can be. And, no, I like this version of Zed. We don't, I don't need to go back to, like... You know, first day in in Silicon City, Zed. That was that was a long time ago. Like I said, I don't want to go back there. Yeah. Plus, we told Maxie he couldn't shoot things off the balcony here. Unless we're shot at first. Well, I mean, oh, that's a given. Yeah. If 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 someone's shooting a missile at us, I think it's fair that we can fire back. Right, but if somebody's shooting a missile at us, we probably have bigger problems. And I don't think Maxie's going to be able to shoot out of the sky, but that would be really, really cool if he could. Again, the agreement that I made was already decided upon that I would not be firing first. Unless it's a missile, right? And that counts as them firing first? Do you think you could hit a missile from here? I mean, Anything it is, possible? It is, it is possible to hit a missile with a firearm. That's is it true. likely? No, but it is possible. I'll try and give you as much warning as I can. I would appreciate it. So, Dot, I don't think it's going to happen now. I'm just saying. Uh, you finish up with your new best friend. Wait. What is I the... What did what did you name? <laughs> does it already the have one? <laughs> the ship named you Fancy, so it it does not. It it <gasps> tells you you may designate it with a code name or uh, designator number as necessary, but it has a serial number which is like forty digits long. Oh gosh, it should be it should be called Schmancy, so you have Fancy Schmancy. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Um... Or pants. I was going to say pants. <laughs> Ditches does lose her pants, so. Yeah. No, no, no. Then it can't be pants because I don't, don't want to no. lose this thing. Uh, this is this is the one the one item called pants that Stitches will not lose. Yeah. Damn right. <laughs> so do you designate the aircraft pants? Um. Yes. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Phoenix Densley designation it's not, pants. It's not P A N T S. It's P N T Z. It's pants. Okay. No. Um, so by the time you finish all of that and all of you do those things, uh, you're into the afternoon. Um, you still have hours to kill before you need to start getting ready. Is there anything you'd like to do in the interim? Maxi will inquire with uh, Zed and Chon about this person's security force. Are we expected that they will be having a security de- uh, detail with them? What will they be armed with? How many will there be? You're not sure he's going to be there. You just know he owns the place. Yeah. But I'm, I'm sure that Chone's research dug up behavior patterns because that's pretty typical of Chone when they research a person. Looking at but, like the social media, the church, and the other places his pictures appear, do we see any sort of protective detail? Uh, also... Uh, does I know I'm going to get laughed at for this question, but does Texas have any sort of uh, firearm registration? Yeah, I didn't think so. No. I'm hoping against hope. <laughs> no, no. They just, they just give out stickers. <laughs> <laughs> Little smiley face stickers that say, congratulations, yeah. you have a gun. Um, yeah. We, no, no, no. It's purchase. punch cards. It's punch cards. <laughs> by six, you get a seventh free. Uh, well, we already established earlier today, Maxie could have bought two and gotten one free, which I'm sure Maxie does that. get that when he goes back to buy the machine guns. Um, oh, certainly. The the big ticket items, you betcha. And I presume you're having the machine guns shipped to the hangar, not the apartment. Correct. Okay. Yes, correct. There's no point in double transferring those anywhere. Okay. I have, to, I have to ask, Maxie, did you order every gun on that list? Yes. Yes. Alex stitches refused stitches refused to to make a decision so Maxi like 20 different machine guns 12 12 okay that's that's one of which is a machine gun that fires 40 millimeter grenades one of them is a machine gun that fires machine guns (laughs) Um, this is this is the borderlands helicopter (laughs) um the grenade. Oh God, call it claptrap. Please call it claptrap. But as, oh my God. As far <laughs> I was as say thunk thunk. <laughs> as far as that goes, uh, you do get. Um, he does appear to travel with a small security detail, uh, based on social media. Some of the other stuff you're seeing, it looks like he is transported around in a armored Lusco town car with two bodyguards, uh, mm-hmm. both of whom are pretty cybered out. Right. Um, it does look based on his like check ins on social media. Again, the guy's not old. He's 43. He's a very like he's blonde. He's kind of tan. Thank you, Alex. Some of us are older than that. And I appreciate you saying that that's not old. It's not that old, uh, especially in the world of Identico, where frequently people live uh, over the age of 100 now. Um, so See, he had to make it so it hurts, Michael, now because now we don't live that long. No, you're right. You're right. Yes. Um, he's he's bleach blonde, tan, you know, highly fashionable, you know. Uh, Zed can tell from the pictures he's had a lot of work done on his teeth. Um, not quite chiclet level, like, uniform, but, like, definitely almost, almost like uncanny valley, like, approaching that uncanny valley level. Um you know, 
lots of pictures on his socials of him down at the beaches in southern Texas. Looks like he has a house down there, too. Uh, he owns a condo in the central district, not far from where you are, of Dallas. He owns a steakhouse. Again, he's connected to Asteroid Mining Companies. Um, the other piece you get is it looks like the, the thing they think he was trafficking people for, for was to ship him out to Asteroid Mine. But they can't prove it. Okay. Because those people would be far away now. Once we get the security detail information, uh, and are, do we have, you said the, the guards are cybered out? Oh, yeah. Do we have any other information on them, like a dossier, like what their service records are? If they had service records, were they criminals? Like where? That would be a completely different search. You'd have to. You remember, Texas is a it's a hermit state. They don't share a lot That's of true. information outside of their government. Um, so there is some information on some. You'd, you could probably ask the IOG if they've got anything. Um, but that's about what you've got. If we've got names on them, uh, Maxi will reach out to one of our IOG contacts to try and get dossiers on these two individuals. Ted, give me an intelligence to- check. Me? Yeah. I assume you're all working together. Yeah, you're. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah we're we're all gathered around the table. We're like pacing around the room, shooting shooting ideas back and forth. Seventeen. As I bang my microphone. Uh, first guard's name is Percy Farley. He's a former Republic of Texas soldier, former Texas Ranger. Uh, three tours down dur- uh, fighting against Mexico before he went over to the private sector. That's what you got on him. Uh, looks like all his stuff is uh, INS level, like decent, but not great cyber. Um, the other one's name is Octavian Drago. Uh, he's actually Russian. Um, really? Wow. <laughs> yes. Uh, great, great grandson of Ivan Drago. Is uh, <laughs> he a boxer? Uh, no, yeah. former Spetsnaz. Uh, he's actually the smaller of the two. He only stands about five foot six. Um, but yeah, former Spetsnaz. Fought in Chechnya, a couple other border wars. Um Understood. Uh, Suspected possibly of war crimes. Do they have any, like, uh, can we pull any specializations on them? Are just like bodyguards are uh, one of them, like, no, I mean, basically what what Maxie's seeing uh, once you pull, once you two grab the names and the dossiers, I mean, Maxie's seeing standard, like, tier two level, tier one, tier one, tier two level special operations types. Mm hmm. Uh, who got lured to the private sector for more money? So as we're sitting there talking and, and doing some research, <clears throat> oh my camera just went all crazy. Um, Zed is gonna say, okay, so <clears throat> I just I, I feel like we need to agree here. I don't think we're gonna do anything tonight. No, my. Reason for these questions is preparation only. Again, sure. We I would like to make sure we are prepared in case something does happen, so that we are aware of our possible opponents and what they can and will do. Oh, absolutely, right. Um, but I 
do not intend on taking any action tonight unless it is in self-defense. Yeah. And we don't even know if this guy's going to be there. He owns a restaurant. I'm just thinking we can have a good meal, relax before whatever happens with the uh, dummy device that we're going to get tomorrow. But if we happen to see some faces, some names, draw some connections, see who's sitting in the VIP, Are, you know. That is a good question, Zed. Are there any of his known associates that also frequent this place? Well, we can definitely do that research. I've seen a couple faces in the pictures with him. But to Chone's point earlier, we do want to be careful with our searches because the last time we were doing searches, we got backtraced and exploded. Um, really, that's really smart. Uh, yes, but last time you were you were looking into benevolent, right? As you say, that's actually a really good point. However, Chone is currently uh, trying to see what they can find about getting into the scheduling system for the restaurant. Uh, uh, give, give me a networks check. Since you've already gone to the website, you can look and see how it's connected. Ooh, that's not a great roll. Let's see. 11, the scheduling system is in Java. 32. Okay. It's a restaurant, not a mil-spec computer, so a 32 <laughs> does fine. Uh, you find the <laughs> tunnel back to the system that's inside the restaurant itself. It's got a small yep. server, just enough to run its computers, uh, the surveillance system. It's a restaurant. The security level is not... Uh, just basically going to grab it, the guest list for tonight and like the past month uh, to run the num run the names. I'm going to run the names through tonight. I'm going to see who's going to be there. I'm going to run the names for the past month through like name recognition and see which have military ties uh, in corporation ties to like uh, the. Uh, you just told me what his company was that he works for. Um, Tunguska. Yep. Uh, and the church itself, actually. Um, at, at some point while we're searching this, Zed will look over at Maxie again. Is Stitches okay? She's been gone for a while. I, I just want to make sure she's okay. Stitches is fine. They are running diagnostics and complete rundowns on the two vehicles. And as you're aware, this is st Stitches' sweet spot, as it were. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I know she's going to be involved and she's going to be making sure everything is good to go for us. I just want to make sure she is unharmed and will be coming back to us. Um, she Ooh. has been responding to my texts, okay. which is a good sign. Okay, good. Okay, I just want to make sure. Um, two names on the guest list stick out, uh, okay. especially once you run it through like name and facial recognition. Uh, first one is Lindsay Kellen. Uh, she's also a senior VP at Tunguska. Also has a blue notice out from Interpol. Uh, native of Houston. Uh, former Texas Ranger in their counterintelligence division. Uh, now rumored to be a high-end fixer. Uh, for what was the, what was the name on that one? I'm sorry, Lindsey Kellen. Oh, okay. I thought you you were talking about somebody else now. I, yep. Okay, Blue Notice v, VP at Tunguska. Yeah, she's a senior VP at Tunguska. She's used to be part of the Texas Ranger Counterintelligence Division. Now she's thought to be a high-end fixer for um, criminal organizations, syndicates. 
Okay. Uh, last one uh, is Madeline Sawyer. Uh, you put that through the IOG database that you have access to, and she is MI6. Current MI6? Yep. IOG's got a recorder as MI6. Okay. Hmm. She also has a reservation tonight. Interesting. When you're looking at the when you're looking at the the system, uh, the main so the the cashiers areas, the kitchen, and the main dining room, which we're your reservation is, is under heavy surveillance. There's uh, a manager's office with no surveillance cameras in it, and there's also two private like dining rooms that don't have surveillance cameras in them. Okay. Do either the private dining rooms are they reserved for tonight? Uh no. Got to think about that. Um, while Chone's uh, looking through the IOG stuff, um, they're going to put in a request uh, for to get three Quancoms ordered for the team. I mean, you have to have them surgically implanted. Yeah, but they got to get them ordered and everything, and then we'll figure out a way to make that happen when we get a chance. Yeah, they'll, they'll deliver that with the device. Okay. Okay, yeah, these these aren't going to be nice people, but we will have somebody from MI6 there if, you know, things go sideways, so yay us. Uh, MI6 is not friendly. I say that with a lot of sarcasm. Okay. Are <laughs> <laughs> you sure? And so I'm, I'm feeling by this point it's probably after lunch, after lunchtime, like early afternoon. Chones mm-hmm. eating leftover pizza, so yes. Yeah. At some point, Zed probably threw together something quick. Some like sandwiches. A, I was going to say like a sandwich tray with an array of meats, cheeses, and breads. Yeah. Do you do do you do pickles? Zed appreciates a good pickle. Not always his preference. It depends on his mood. Uh, he definitely likes pickling other vegetables because that's out of the ordinary. So is is Zed a dill pickle or butter pickle? Dill, of course. Okay. Dill is better. I was going to have to stab Zed. <laughs> we were going to have to kill your character off or say butter pickles because those things Don't are worry, an abomination. We, we gonna, I was on board with the whole Ides of March thing. You know. Uh-oh. We don't we don't discriminate pickles. Uh, no, yeah, no. But, butter pickles are wrong. Zed does prefer his pickles kosher, though. <laughs> uh, it's most common butter, butter pickles are wrong they should not exist and they should be eliminated from the planet earth okay Mr. Sour Cream what no <laughs> I don't so what, what no. I'm hearing is that when we do eventually meet Alex we're going to bring him a tray with sour cream and a, and a selection of butter pickles <laughs> no we're going to like hit him with sour cream and beat him with butter pickles and then film it for the OnlyFans. Anyway, can we get back to the game, please? Yes. <laughs> anyway. Let's get back to the game food, not the real life food. So we have, you know, because this is part anime slice of life slash cooking show. Yeah. Uh, what would Zed do with some butter pickles? Throw them in the garbage disposal. No. 
Um, okay, so we're we're eating, we're we're researching. So after a while, Zed kind of you know stands up and stretches. So here's what I'm thinking. Um, we've been doing a lot of work. We're we've got a plan for tonight. We've got a tentative plan after we pick up the the dummy device from Adeline tomorrow. I think we need to take it easy the rest of the afternoon. I think we need to kick back a little bit. Um, I think we just we've been doing so much lately that's high stress, and we've got a lot of high stress coming up tomorrow. You know, we've got the peaks. I think we need to enjoy being in the valley right now before we we ramp back up. Maxie's uh, furiously rubbing gun oil into a couple of the the parts on one of the pistols he's working on. I I am relaxing. Good. Um, Zed. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I'm pretty sure this will help you. Uh, but uh, I don't know if you're interested in the swimming pool aspect or the jacuzzi. But there is a spa down in the basement. There is also. I described it last session. There are two pools on the roof. Ew, daylight. Yeah. Um. I'm thinking. I'm actually going to hit the weight room. And then go up to the roof to swim. In the daylight? With the sun? I, I appreciate it. I I don't burn. I I bronze. This is Texas. You'll you'll like burn. I'll put some suntan on. It's fine. Okay, don't don't come crying to me when you're when your color's wrong. My color is never wrong. Just saying. <clears throat> oh, and guys, I ordered you guys some Quancoms. We got to get uh, find time to get them implanted once they get delivered, but we'll take care of that later. No. You want to take care of it now? I mean, they're not even here. I will not be implanting anything. It's just a comm so we can keep in touch. Shown in all the time you have known me, have I ever had cyberware? I don't look inside of you. Honestly. Have you known me to have you known me to use cyberware or access cyberware? You've seen dossiers on me. Do you believe I have any cyberware? Are you one of those people that like you have to remain pure or something like that? I choose to remain uncybered. Um, and then Maxi will point up to the light scars that run alongside his head and uh, like kind of around his eyes. I had cyberware once, and that is the last time I will have cyberware. Another one. I, I okay. definitely don't mind it. Obviously, holding up my arms, but. Um, I am a little bit hesitant knowing what we're up against. Might that give them like an advantage on us or a way to hack us or or screw with us somehow? I mean, it maybe, but it gives us a more of an advantage. I'm not opposed to it, but I'm just saying, when we were in that building and we couldn't reach Apex, 
if we couldn't reach Maxi, we didn't know where everybody was. If we had quantum comms, we could have cut through that interference. You're not I, wrong. Just something to think of. I'll, I'll, um, I'll abort the order. That's fine. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't abort the order. I'm not opposed to it, but let's not rush into it. Is what I'm saying. Well, we'd have to get it. Have to be surgically implanted. It's not something I can do. I mean, I don't think I can. Let's not I mean, try. I could, probably, I could probably watch a video on it. No, no, let's not try. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to the gym. Before you leave, you hear like a little, like it starts out as a knock and there seems to be some sort of rhythm to it, but then it pauses and then another knock happens. Hey, hey guys, I I forgot the secret knock. It, it's me. Can you let me in? The door is coded to your glow stitches. Just open the door. Oh. And she walks in. Just like your room. It, you can just walk in and... Because as long as you have your glow with you, you can come in. Well, I expect doors in here to open for me. I just... The outer one, mm. too. Remember how, how we came in? You let us in? Sure. Yeah, I remember that. Totally. Zed, Zed's going to the weight room. Maxie's playing with his guns. I'm going to go back to my book unless you need something. Um, no. I, I, I don't need anything. Did did everything get ordered okay? Um. Yes. yes. And if you wish a Quancom, I'm going to get some for us. Uh, if it, however, affects your, uh, offends you in any way, I apologize in advance. Um doesn't offend me but i'm i'm just not sure when we'd have time for something like that just given what's going on right now i mean i i honestly i've never even considered it that's been a little out of my budget my entire life so not really something that i've ever had to consider before so sorry um it's not an outright no but it's not a Firm yes, if that's okay. You're all very nervous about cyberware. Fast forwarding, you all uh, finish your your relaxation stuff. Maxi, you've reassembled all the weapons. The ammunition has arrived. You're feeling more secure. And in the spread in front of you, you got a delivery notification that the machine guns will be delivered to the hangar tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Uh in crates um if they're brand new you know it's going to be at least a few hour process to take them out of the packing oil mm -hmm. um said you get a nice workout in chone you make a lot of headway in your book what does stitches do for the rest of the afternoon Probably sticks close to Maxi and Chone. Like, obviously, Zed is off doing his thing. Um, but probably especially close to Maxi. Not in that way, necessarily. But just making sure that if she's needed, she's readily accessible. At this point, she's taken on the role of support. She, you know someone needs her to go grab something, she'll go do it. But 
she's not going to butt in and make changes to plans that have already happened at this point. Shortly after Stitches gets back, uh, Maxi finishes up the project he was working on, which is then uh, delivered to Chon uh, while they are reading. Um, next to you, uh, if you're at the desk or at the table, I'm not sure where Chon is at. Um, Couch, but, probably at this point. Okay. Maxi will uh, place a holster with a replacement whisper pistol. Mm, thanks. I forgot about that. He, and Maxi nods and uh, goes back to prep. Yeah, I think Stitches would probably take out the um, pistol that Maxi gave her because that's, I think that's the only weapon on her that she's used. Um, so she'd probably just be cleaning it and very gingerly cleaning it. Uh, Maxi steals a glance every once in a while just to see what Stitches is, how Stitches is cleaning the weapon. And um, clearly Stitches knows what they are doing. Mm-hmm. And that seems to make Maxi happy. Oh, good. You may need something other than the pistol this evening as there may be some security forces present at dinner. Do you think do you think Zed would have gotten me a thigh holster? I would not put it past Zed to do so. There is still time to have one delivered I believe if you require one yeah um i i i believe that i will but i don't know what I, okay so this dinner that's happening tonight what is that is that just the two of us or like ever everyone's going i don't know what i'm supposed to wear maxi realizes at that particular moment that the invitation he sent to stitches was not very clear mm-hmm. and there is a little bit of a color change in his face. Gets a little red. Tonight's dinner will be the four of us. A uh, Chon and Zed managed to locate a business, a steakhouse owned by a person that we are looking into for further information. And it's possible that that person may be at that location this evening. Makes sense. Yeah, no, that's that's great. That's fine. Um, um, but that is tonight's dinner is with the the group. Uh, a future dinner may simply be the two of us. Oh, oh, I mean, I, I, either way, I, I'm that's that's great. Um, yeah, yeah, dinner. Right. Um is, is, I, is, I apologize if I misled. I did not think about how that may, my message may have come across. Um, no, that's okay. Don't, no, no apology necessary. Um, you know, 
I mean, of, of course, uh, to make it up, I would be happy to take you to dinner, just the two of us, in the very near future. Well, I mean, I'm not. I, I would never say no. So that would be lovely. Um, I think. I think dinner with the four of us to start, though, is a good idea. You know, we, this, we've been thrown into the fray with each other quite rapidly, and I think I think this will be good. Clearly, this this uh, this interaction is starting to get a little bit awkward. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I believe Zed um, ordered you some formal wear as well. I do not know what formal wear Zed ordered but I'm sure it will be something interesting. That's a choice of word. Okay. I was I was going to say tasteful, but my tastes and Zed's tastes are different. Are different. Are different. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Zed threw dirt on me the last time and I looked just fine. So I'm sure it'll be great. I'm sure both you and Chon will look wonderful. Yes, as as will the two of you, gentlemen. Uh, the clothes have been delivered. Uh, said, what did you order for stitches? Uh, so for stitches, I ordered a kind of semi-formal dress. It is... A huh. uh, would you say it, junior brown? Oh gosh, please no. <laughs> no. No. Bridesmaid. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's all it's all tool and lace. That's it. And it's just tool. It's just tool. It's a bolt of tool, and I'm just gonna wrap it around her. Very yes. artistic, very avant-garde. No. No, 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 no. Uh no. So what I ordered was a uh, it's kind of like a periwinkle blue. Um, it's uh, it's it's on one shoulder, but then off the other. So like kind of right under the shoulder over here. Um, the main part of it is all that very nice periwinkle blue. It comes down to right around her knees, but has a little bit of an upward diagonal cut to be a little bit different and stylish. And then the part that is off the shoulder on the other side it's kind of almost got a black and white marbleized coloration to it so it's very stylish and trendy uh, i ordered some really nice shoes that match kind of that marbleized color i ordered some jewelry to properly uh, accent the piece and with Maxie's suit that I ordered. I ordered a, a very typical standard black tie suit, uh, but I did order a pocket square in that same periwinkle color. Nice. Good touch. So you all get changed, dressed, makeup, hair stuff, are you are you calling for a town car or are you are you gonna hire a car? Or are you gonna drive the jeep? Take me, please. 
does do we still have those like rent a scooters in 2099? Can we just zip up on those? They do have those, and they're all over the place in the neighborhoods you're in now. <laughs> no, I I think we get a very nice town car. Huh? Town car will be there shortly. Anything else you'd like to do before you go? No, I mean, Stitches probably is just, like, tugging at parts of the dress that are a little more fitted and, like, shimmying and adjusting herself and, you know, tweaking with the heels a little bit. And she's like, you couldn't have, you couldn't have got, like, something that came in two pieces? Man, I feel like a stuffed sausage in this thing. We're going to a very fancy restaurant. We we cannot be uh, casual. We, we've got to play the part. So stop stop touching this. Keep keep stop it. Affix your hair. This no. This goes here. That this has to be placed exactly. Uh, th- this is about looking the part tonight. This is about playing the role. Keep keep this strap here. Adjust. There we go. You're fine. Fine. I won't, I won't smudge your masterpiece. Exactly. How dare you? Maxi readjusts his pocket square. Chone, you look very nice. Thank you. Uh, you hop into the town car and head, it's not far, it's like a two-minute drive, um, over to... Um, over to the restaurant. Uh, it is a 470-foot-tall tower with a weird, like, wire globe structure at the top of it uh, next to a rather large, like, office complex. Um, the uh, door person at the bottom opens the door as you approach in the in the town car and motions you to the elevator at the building core. I give the wait staff the appropriate level of ignoring them. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Uh, I'm not even going to make you roll for it. Uh, Which Kenny feels bad about. Zed doesn't. <laughs> Z- 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 Caleb would not do that for the record. <laughs> but Zed definitely would. Oh, 100%. Okay, so Zed Zed is also uh, Zed has his arm out for Chone, and the two of them are walking together. Yes. Okay. Uh, Maxi copies that movement and offers his arm to Stitches. Stitches looks at him like does like a looking him up and down thing, and then also um, takes his arm. Okay. Um. So you head up the elevator. Uh, it under under his breath, Maxie says, "I hope you approve." With your manners or your attire? One at both. Then yes, approved. I think the title of this episode, when it goes on YouTube, is going to be date night. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you get to the top of the tower. Uh, it opens onto the. Uh, grand dining hall of the Grass Hill Steakhouse. Uh, it's again 
like uh, the impression it gives is that it's trying to be very five star fancy cosmopolitan like a lot of the other major cities and it's just missing the mark like the the carpet doesn't quite match the rest of the decor like it slightly clashes with the 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 fabric they chose for the booths like it's just it's just not quite there like it's nice but it's just like again just slightly off it's like a wish.com version of a michelin star yes very good perfect um the mater d approaches you and says you have reservations uh yes table for four lane um he says yes follow me uh, he leads you to a circular table um, about one row back from the, the window set um, and motions you to sit down. Would you like to order individual drinks or would you like uh, our sommelier to do wine pairings for you? Chone interrupts really quickly and in a rather nasal voice that's like themselves but a little bit annoying. I thought we were going to sit next to the windows. You said there was going to be a view. And that's to Zed. I'll, I'll pat your, your arm. I, I know. I know. We're, we'll be fine. We can still see from here. Don't worry. Ugh, I thought we were going to a really pl- real place. Uh, this, is, this is one of one of the best places in the city. We'll be fine. Mm. And I'll look back to the maturity. Uh, we'll start with the wine pairings and have some individual drinks with uh, our aperitifs. Very good. Um, he uh, leaves the, the, the wait. The waiter comes over, takes your initial orders, um, explains the specials. Uh, tonight we have uh, a tomahawk ribeye for two you can add shrimp or other or prawns to that as well um shit I should have googled this what's it called what's it called when you just do what the chef wants um there's there's a special thing you do where you just say chef make us whatever the fuck you want and it's really expensive and it's really oh, fancy. I forgot what it. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Well, there's the chef's table typically, but so there's. An, I don't, that's not what they call it. Yeah, and they call it omakase. I should have googled this, and there's some other fucking brand. Yes, whatever whatever it's called. We don't need to pause for googling. There you go. Whatever it's called. Uh, as as the um, as the waiter is giving us the specials and all of these things, I'll say, uh, actually, we prefer to order blah, 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 blah. I, I say the very fancy word for whatever it is. Oh, very good, sir. Uh, we'll be back shortly with your uh, with your mousse bouche. There it is. And we will sit and hang out. Okay, what are you doing while you're doing? Actually, well, any of you can give me uh, perception checks or counter intel or whatever you Wait, feel or, or. is appropriate for whatever you would like to do while you're doing there. 
rolling dice. Yeah. Rolling dice in a role-playing game. What an amazing Maxie's, Maxie's surveying the room for security for it. Like, he's definitely doing his, you know, sub, subterfuge, look around the room. Okay. Case the place. Give me a surveillance check. I'll take uh, that. Counterintelligence of 26. Okay. I rolled really good. Well, I rolled another one. So <laughs> Stitches is just like, this is the fanciest place I've ever been. I'm I'm living life. This is great. So the first 21, uh, 21 for maxi surveillance. Okay. And I, I, yeah. So as you as you're surveying the room, uh, the way Steph brings out these these strange looking little wine glasses that are about about two inches high, very narrow on a on a at about a two inch stem with some sort of like honey golden liquid in it. And then like four individual bites. It's like a little like wafer thingy with something that you don't quite recognize. And then like a little creme fresh on top of that. Um he explains what it is. Zed looks impressed and everyone else is like, I don't know what he just said. He said a lot of words. Um, but it is tasty. Uh, again, going back to Zed's uh, from last episode, it's kind of like a little bit of sweet with a, with a little bit of salty and a tiny bit of savory in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Maxi, um, you actually know that it looks like they've actually got like a little antechamber um, with like some more simply appointed tables and chairs with like bottles of water and some snacks, like literally like, you know, jerky and stuff um, that you notice. And it looks literally like a place for people's security details and drivers to sit. Yeah. Um, there's about five of them in there right it's now. A, it's a holding area. Basically. And. <laughs> um, so you notice that, um, Joan, you immediately pick out um, Madeline Sawyer out of the crowd. She's sitting about six tables away from you all. Um, she's meeting with someone, with another woman, um, who was not on the reservation, and you're not sure who it is. Uh, the woman looks to be in her late 20s, early 30s, um, blonde. Uh, she's wearing like a pink cocktail dress, uh, very big hair, like teased out fully. Okay. Um, but, and again, this is what you get for your counterintelligence. Uh, it's very obvious that she's like, it's a show, right? Her facial expressions, her structure doesn't match the way that she's dressed. Um, right now, they're. It, you can tell because you've seen this kind of intelligence work done. Um, they look from a distance to be having, oh, just a casual conversation about things like that. But like what they're saying, like it just doesn't match. Right. right. It's all very, very surfacey. OK. Do I have uh, can I get a image? Can I capture an image with uh, my tech head of the of the other person? Yes. All right, I'm going to start running that through some facial recognition stuff I have. Uh, but that's going to run on my ser- on, on Mothership, uh, which is my uh, remote server. Yep. Give me a software check. Uh, Stitches is looking at everything fancy. Zed, what did you get? Uh, I had an 18 counterintelligence. Um, really, he's just checking out the room, looking for 
some of the faces he knows from what their research is, but also just looking for the players in the room. Like, this is a very typical move for him, who's got the power seats, who the staff is giving special attention to, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You spot Lindsay Kellen, the VP from Tugasa, immediately. Um, she's in her mid-40s. Um, she is currently with a guy who looks like he's maybe 22. Um but he's six six and built like a brick shit house, right? Uh, he's wearing a finely cut tailored suit, um, and he's got a smile that makes you want to slap his nose off his face. So um, exactly who Zed used to hang out with? Yes, um, this guy, like he's he's definitely like you're looking at her sugar baby. Um, and you hear him laugh, and he's just got one of those obnoxious, ha, 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 laugh. <laughs> yes. He chortles. Uh, he does. Um, he's, he's getting a little rosier in the cheeks, and it looks like he's had a couple. Um, so aside from that, you spot two young couples who are very obviously on dates, right? Like, nothing to nobody. Um, you do spot a face that you remember seeing in the social media from the church, but you don't have a name off the top of your head. Um, as he's looking at this stuff, he'll also use his cyber eye to capture some images of that face he doesn't remember, of arm candy, McDouchebag, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the second course arrives with a very chilled white wine. Um, it's a salad, right? Um, with a an oil base, like a very much like an olive oil base uh, uh, dressing with no vinegar in it, no croutons, but it's got like some really fancy cheese um, and just like little bits of pancetta. Like raw pancetta. I feel like at multiple points during the dinner, Zed is like muttering under his breath. No, the other fork. No, put put that over there. Like to everybody at the at the table. When you're done, put the plate here. Put the fork across the top that signifies you're done, so the waiter knows to take it away. I feel like Maxie knows which forks are which. When in doubt, work outside in. Maxie knows which forks are which, but he's also not making a huge effort to look high class. Also, would he would he do it just to make Zed mad? <laughs> I don't know that he would do it to poke at Zed. Would, I mean, I, would I, I would, he do I think, it to make Stitches feel better? Um, he, I don't know. I guess it would depend on if Maxie noticed that Stitches may or may not be having a difficult time with all the weird, um you know, etiquette at this place. Um, yeah, Stitches is very out of place. She very much so, um, anytime a plate is set in front of her, she starts, she pauses for a second looking at the place setting in front of her and nine times out of ten just reaches for her drink. Um, Okay, if Maxie notices that, then Maxie's actually going to probably start eating some things with his hands. 
Stop it. Stop it. Slap your hands. Yeah. It, if if Stitches sees you like For- pick up a piece of lettuce and start to nibble on it with your fingertips, she'll definitely like very slyly like take a piece of lettuce off the edge of the plate to and then as she watches you do it more and more and more, or, she'll continue. And, and, you know, and of course, knowing that as well, that Stitches is watching Maxie, Maxie will also like make a make a point of like deliberately choosing a piece of the silverware to use, you know, that type yeah. of thing. But yeah. again, I don't think Maxie's not really paying attention to the etiquette piece. Um, you know, as far as Maxie's concerned, as much as people pay for this food, they can eat it however they want. <laughs> Uh, the soup course is next. Uh, it's a little cup of a. Oh, he, Maxie definitely picks up the bowl and. You know, it's, they, give, <laughs> yeah. they give you a cup. It's it's these are yeah. all very small courses. Yeah, of course. Um, so. And make sure Zed. you and make sure you burp because burping is is considered a compliment in most, you know, refined cultures. Zed is continuing to play his typical role of high social life. And he and Chone are kind of playing the couple who is a little bit annoyed with their neighbors, but they brought them to dinner with them. And oh, every and once in a when the staff comes over, are, are well, whether they know it or not, completely playing the. Yes. part of the uneducated barbarians that these fancy folks brought to dinner. If if obviously there's a couple other high life people in this restaurant. So if they shoot that annoying glance over or that uh, kind of look down their nose, yeah. he'll meet their eye and give it a, the, the the appropriate I know eye roll <laughs> kind of thing. So you speak snob. Yes. Oh, very much so. Um, Zed and Shone are the are the Thurston Howells at, at dinner like, here. As far as Maxie is concerned, his only job at this table is to survey security and like look handsome. Like that's. She just doesn't even know what her job is at the table. She's just yeah. here looking hot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mission accomplished. Is do, does the restaurant have live music? No. No, oh, uh, it's piped in. It's it's. Um, they do have both kinds, country and western. No, it's not that kind of place. Like again, they're trying too hard. They have some real basic classical standards, you know, some some Beethoven, some Mozart, but only sure. like stuff that like you really would recognize, you know. Um, it's all it's all like Mozart covers by Toby Keith. <laughs> <laughs> No. Uh, again, they're trying to be fancy. Um, Chone. Yeah, it's 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 all big and rich, doing like vocal percussion covers of classical music. Vivaldi's Rain, presented to you by Carrie Underwood. Um. Taylor Swift uh, plays the classic. Canon in D minor by Garth Brooks. <laughs> um, the facial recognition dings on your glow, Chone. All right. Uh, I'll pull it up and echo it over to Zed CyberEye. A uh, person that Madeline is meeting with is someone named Lee Tibby. She's most known for being a professional poker player based out of the Las Vegas Metroplex. 
Um, although she's known to hit tables all over the world from uh, Atlantic City to like the big ones in Asia, Dubai, and uh, extremely well-known professional poker player. Zed just kind of shoots Chona. Hmm. Look. Well, that's who the, the MI6 lady is meeting with. Uh, Zed, you didn't... Did, oh. No, you oh, didn't sorry. run a facial wreck. You just are trying to place his name. The other guy you saw. Correct. Uh, yes. The name clicks into your head. Uh, again, it's a prominent member of the church. His name is Lou Stacy. Lou Stacy? Mm-hmm. I'll make a mental note for later. Okay. Uh, the main course arrives. Um, it is, of course, steak. Um, it is, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a nine ounce filet mignon, uh, which they heat up with the, they put an extra spot on with the blowtorch and then drop pats of butter on right after they do that. Um, it is sitting on a bed of uh, some sort of lettuce that you don't quite, can't quite place uh, with like a, a red sauce underneath it. It's ketchup, isn't it? Um, no. one, baby. Texas. It's ketchup. Um, uh, it is served with a funky and this is in the wine world is good. It is a funky red wine that smells like feet. Very fancy. Trone leans over to Zed and very quietly goes, is this Ode to Maxi's gym bag? <laughs> Just take a bite and then drink it. It'll be fine fine with the biting but ugh, the wine so do hey. you do you do what zed tells you to do yeah oh it tastes delicious especially if you do it like right after you finish the bite of steak like it's it's full body like just the right amount of sweet with the just amount of like smoky earthy kind of flavor you're like oh wow that worked yeah that's the thing expensive food is gross Who knew? I knew. Well, okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, dear. I should have I should have believed you in the first place. I told you. So yo, I think we're I think we're just gonna kinda hang out through dinner, make some small talk. Okay. Roll our eyes appropriately. Uh, the dessert is a, a freshly fired creme brulee uh, with a, some sort of uh, coffee cocktail. What they call a coffee nudge. Maxie continues uh, eating and drinking as he pleases. Uh, trying only moderately to, you know, adhere to social norms. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Stitches is doing the same thing. Like, she's very intently watching Maxie and... And at some point in this, at some point in our meal, Maxie has definitely made a note uh, or made the rest of the table aware of the the security like standby room the holding the holding chamber for the security and help the playpen the playpen and i feel like at a fancy or trying to be fancy restaurant like this the tables are pretty secluded so if if we have a very low conversation we're probably okay oh yeah no and and the thing is is that uh it doesn't take you long to notice uh there's white noise generators Mm. and the music yeah but see the white noise generators are so subtle it's it's hitting on a different frequency level where it's just enough to like basically what it does is it breaks up like your ability drowns to drowns out everything else. To it doesn't even drown out. Again, it's so low frequency that all it does is it breaks up the ability to basically listen between tables. You basically can't even hear the table next to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we see? Uh, what's his face? The owner? Nope. At any point? Nope. I didn't think so. Okay. So I feel like dinner probably takes, what, two hours to get through all the courses? About two and a half, yeah. By which time, most of the people who were there before you have left, so most of the ones that were already sitting there that you were surveilling have left by that point. Yeah, because it's after 11. Yes. Is there is there an opportunity at any time during this dinner for, say, uh, Zed, probably Zed is the best choice for this, to perhaps make an introduction to one of our one of our people we've seen here as, you know, possible contacts to get into the church or targets? Or is the way the dinner is set up, is it very much like there's every table is doing their own thing and like no one's really every table is doing their own thing. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's that kind of place. Although, Zed, go ahead and give me another. Give me another Intel analysis check. Sure. Intel analysis. I mean, I just thought, wow, the person we're looking for certainly wasn't here tonight, but. You know, we have there have been a, at least one or two other people that we have that the group has identified here yeah. as potential sources of information or contacts. Twenty three. Uh, it clicks in your head about three quarters of the way through eating your steak. The guy's name is uh, his name is Lou Stacy. Uh, he's British. That's why you remembered him, because they talk about it in his he's like a, a known member of the church. He donates a lot of money to the church. He's originally from Nottingham, England. Came to Texas about nine or ten years ago. Former sheriff. No, very much not. If those boys if, hates hates those merry men that run around. I, I had to. I'm sorry. If 
if Zed recalls correctly, uh, Where's this? he left England, but he was a syndicate head. At some point, at multiple points during our time here, uh, we would have gone to the restroom. Yes. So not I feel room. not not as a foursome. Uh, so I feel like at at maybe a couple or w- at least one of these points, uh, Zed and Maxi are in there. And I mean, obviously, there's a restroom attendant, but they're trained to ignore things. So I think they can Zed can mention a couple names, kind of these observations he's made just so Maxie's on the same page. I mean, we expected there would be some interesting people <coughs> restaurant this evening. And I, I think that's the point of tonight We're we're going to get some faces that we're going to be able to, place in the organization and then try to build the network and figure out who's connected to whom. Understood. I will pass the information on to Stitches. I take a mint and leave a tip. Okay. Uh, He offers to freshen your cologne. Depends on what kind he has. Uh, he's got a wide variety. He's got about 12 different types there. Don't make Alex figure out what type of cologne. Come on. I I, I, I liked throwing the food baton back to Alex tonight. This isn't food. This is cologne. I, Zed, Zed prefers his own musk. Musky scent. Okay. 70% of the time, it works every time. It's a it's sex python. Real real bits of python, so you know it's good. Okay, <laughs> the teeth floating in there. So, um, Maxie will Maxie will take whatever. I mean, whatever the attendant is offering, Maxie will take a. He spritzes you. A refresh with a car noir with a, with a musky oh cologne. No, not your car noir. Jesus Christ. Um. <laughs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> they were trying to be upscale. Do you have well, any on the, on the plus side when Maxie walks out? It's <laughs> the nineties. The nineties walk right through the middle of this restaurant. It's all just Axe body spray. <laughs> Do you have any other actions <laughs> at the restaurant? I, oh, I, think I don't think Maxie does. Okay, um, you pay the bill. What kind of tip do you leave? A big one. Okay, so you leave a generous. That's a good tipper. That's a good tipper. Uh, you yeah, leave. He a- hates the people. Except that for when want. he's not. <laughs> he <laughs> hates the people that lead him into the restaurant. But once you give him food, they t- then he tips well. Yeah. Um. So you uh, head back to the apartment. Give me perception or counterintelligence checks. Hmm. Ooh, uh, Ooh. 
I got a 20. Hey, that's great. I got a nat one. Chone's a little buzz from all the different wine courses. I do not have counterintelligence, but I do have perception, uh, which will make that a, a dirty 20. Stitches? 10. Uh, Maxie and Zed, you notice your car's being followed. A figured. Um, is the town car driverless, or do we have a driver for the night? Driverless. Okay. You did not specify a driver car, although driver yeah. cars these days, having a driver for a car, and they're typically these days called valets again, um, having mm. a valet is a symbol of extreme wealth. So I, I feel like there's a point where we're turning down a street and like as we lean with the turn, Maxi and Zed just. Um, hmm. Maxi will note to the rest of the car, we are being followed. I suggest we pull the car over and walk for a few blocks. Is yeah. so we're we're in downtown. Is there and it's it's super late, but is there like a classy bar that's nearby? Between you and where you were having dinner. Or like a jazz club that maybe yeah some sort of club that does dancing or live music or uh, if you head into Can the you see? if you head into the center of city yes uh, there's a jazz club at the Fairmont Dallas there you go let's go let's reroute so you re I feel like go ahead I feel like stitches and um, Chone are like giggling with each other. Like trying, like Stitches is trying to get Chone to loosen up a little bit. Now that she's got a couple, she's got a couple drinks in her, and Chone's also got a couple drinks in her. She's just trying to, you know, weasel in a little bit of friendship there. It was working until we were being followed. Yeah. Um. So you pull up to the Fairmont Dallas uh, again. A valet lets you out of the car. Uh, you notice the motorcycle that was following you just blows right by. Maxie, your guess is they realize when you rerouted that they got made. Could could we pick anything up from the motorcycle? Um, Chone, give me a roll with your tech head. Mm. I mean, do you have a tech? Do you have oh, you have a watcher, don't you? Yeah. And ah. I did get a nat 20. <laughs> nice. Okay, yes. Um, you get a clear shot of the face. He's, you would guess based on your watcher, uh, 5'11", about 185 pounds, uh, sh like medium cropped blonde hair. He's wearing one of those like bowl motorcycle helmets, uh, leather jacket, like bulky leather jacket, uh, blue jeans, brown boots. Do you still want Chone to make the tech head as well? Uh, Chone can use the tech head to see if they can get facial wreck off them. Yeah. And I can I can send Chone the images yes. that I took or in that quick moment. Yep. That'll help. Well, uh, that, go ahead. I was going to ask, would Chone also be able to use their tech head to, I don't know, get into the traffic system and trying to see where this motorcycle goes? Yes. Do you want to try and hack the traffic cam system? Uh, 
first things first, I was already doing the uh, facial wreck, but then I can switch to that. Uh, 64 for that. I rolled really, really well. Uh, okay. Uh, you send that back to the thing. You ping it straight off Larry, Moe, and Curly. Um, Certainly. Can I presume uh, that... Can I presume that most of this information you're gathering, does your system have a subroutine to basically feed Chone what you're finding back to Larry, Moe, and Curly? I think that would be fair that, well, to whatever system feeds Larry, Moe, and Yes, Curly. so you're feeding most of this back. Um, yeah, I mean, you all go inside the lobby because it looks suspicious if you're just standing there. Uh, Chone, give me a networks check to follow them on the traffic cams because you're not trying to take them over. You're just trying to to basically piggyback, right? Yeah. Um, you've got a, you've got some tools to do that. That's a great time for a nat 20. Nice. Uh, so that is, because the other two dice rolls shittily, that is a 50. Okay. Um, so how far away are you? Yes, you are able to ping it back. They only drive about another mile before they pull over... Uh, at another bar across the freeway called the Dahlia. Okay. Do they get off the bike there yep. or are they waiting? No, they're going inside. Okay. I report that to the group. Can we bug the bike? Do we have the resources to track the motorcycle further? I mean, I can track it visually through the cameras, but once I once he goes to a section, like if he goes underground or something where there's no camera, we lose him. I I did not order any any bugs or tracking equipment for us. Did you, Joan? If if we plant my glow on the bike, can we track my glow? Of course. Does your glow have sensitive information on it? That it, it will not. It will not in a moment. Okay. Well, we're downtown. There's got to be a corner store, right? Yeah. And we just go buy a burner. Yeah, just buy a burner. Or an air tag. <laughs> a schmear, a schmear Uh You are able to go buy a burner. While you're doing that, Chone, you get a text. Uh back from uh, your private tech contact over there uh, has a name for you based on facial wreck. And again, your, your system's basically been auto reporting all night, everything that you're finding. Yep. Um, the name on it is Brian Lorcan. L O R C A N. Uh, he is a wet work guy, intel agent, with the Republic of Ireland. And the text you get back says, did you guys like wander into a spook convention tonight? Uh, the response back was just one MI6 spook that we noticed. Yeah, w we think Lee Tibby is too on somebody's payroll. We just don't know who's. 
I will uh, pass that information specifically to Maxi, uh, but anybody, yeah, anybody with a tech hit or a glow gets it too. But Maxi gets like exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Yeah. So far, you got uh, the the uh, next explanation is so far based on what you're seeing. I see three spooks and a ghoul. Alex, refresh Kaylee's memory. Ghoul. The syndicate leader. Okay. This is troubling. But it may also work to our advantage. Yeah. I I still think we should try to bug the bike. I agree. All right. Um, go. You got a burner now. Yeah, go snag a burner. You're, you're probably better at planting it than I am, unless you want me to give it a try. How are you going to plant the glow on there, Maxi? Well. Hmm. Good question. Um, does the bike appear to have any kind of uh, storage, built-in storage, or... Um, I guess I should go up, examine the bike first. Um, and actually, given the fact that we have a kind of a vehicles person, you know, here, um, Maxi Wolf. You also have a picture of it. Yeah. But the picture may not give us the full, like, uh, you know. Uh, so it appears to be. A the, the picture may not give us a full indication of like the, you know, the spots on the bike up in good places to put something or try to hide something. Yeah, I'm trying to grab something right know. now. So it's a Royal Enfield motorcycle. It's so it's a, a British road bike. Um, not quite a Harley, not quite a. Like a Japanese style. Um, very utilitarian. Um, as you examine it, though, you notice that he does have saddlebags on his bike. That's really the only storage. There is a little bit you think. No, not on that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, he has saddlebags. Fenders. Open. What about the seat? Flat down at flush. Cowl. Mm -mm. Is it? A, it's more of a naked bike style. Yep. Okay. Banana seat. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, Playing cards in the spokes. <laughs> no. Uh, I just had to. I had to add something to the conversation. Flag. I don't. No, I, I get it. I, get I don't it. know anything about motorcycles. Streamers on the handles. A basket. Um, um, all right. Knowing, seeing that it's a naked bike, um, that there's saddlebags. Um, stitches. Do you think you could attach it to the frame? <laughs> Unseen. Yeah. Yeah. Or in a there, spot that would not be seen. Yeah, there should be a spot like, kind of off of the seat that goes along where, the like 
kind of along the side of it that it might be able to fit under there just depending but otherwise just tossing it in one of the saddlebags and maybe trying to find an inside liner that we could slip it into those are our options okay so how you doing it how you want me to do it for the ah, record, before, before Chon gave them the glow, they put it on silent and turned all the volumes down. Yeah. Got just it. Saying. What kind of bar is this? Was just like a... The Dahlia? The uh, one where the guy went. Yeah. yeah uh, very hipster looking. Let me rephrase that. It, does it look like it's open to the street? That he might see us doing oh. this? Or... Um, you think you can do it without being seen, but you're going to have to try. Somebody's going to have to make me some, some rolls. So who's doing it? I mean, do you want me to roll like engineering to try and find a spot for this? So it's it's not the the spining of thought. It's it's doing it without being seen. Yeah, do you have any espionage skills? Or do you have Mm -hmm. sleight of hand or stealth? Mm -mm. Nope. Stitches balls to the walls 24-7. No no acrobatics, huh? Um. No. Nope. Zed Zed has stealth and sleight of hand. (laughs) Zed, uh, sorry, Maxi has stealth and Maxi has surveillance, but Maxi does not have um, sleight of hand. Stealth or sleight of hand are probably your most useful skills here. Uh, then I would suggest, you know, given Zed's proclivity for like, you know, close up magic. Um, Is that what you call it? <laughs> Okay, street magic. That's I fine can too. totally see. I can totally say, see Zed being like, oh, "There's a card." Like Zed opens an orange. The- Zed opens an orange. Is my playing cards inside? Like, well, uh, look at this egg in my mouth. There's a bird in it. Um, so Zed, being the the professional that Zed right. is, uh, flips his sport coat inside out, change up the color, okay. right? Takes off the I, tie. I was wearing a tux. Oh, okay. Uh, but yes, I I will uh, appropriately change my clothing real quick. Uh, I do have a glam, so I'll change up my looks there a smidge. Give me a deceit um, check with that glam. I would love to do a deceit check. I'm, I haven't done a deceit check in so long. Um. Oh my God, so many numbers. 37. Okay. Uh, Stitches, you're actually amazed as Zed like remakes his face a little bit and his hair changes color and length all of a sudden. Um. Wait, is that what you actually look like? What? No one knows. And then I will time my walk past the bike with a crowd. Okay. Nice. Um, as, as that's walking away, Maxi looks at uh, Stitches and says, only his undertaker knows for sure. Okay. What? So I just made the roll to see if the guy spots you. Give me a, uh, give me a stealth check to roll through the crowd. 23. Okay. Now give me your sleight of hand to place it. My sleight of hand bonus. 15. You managed to wedge it 
into a spot between where the basically how it attaches to the bike right in like a little like mini it's not meant to hold anything like actually but it's like a little slit in the inside of the saddlebag toward the bike side where it attaches and you just slide it right in there um okay very nice he rolled a seven and an eight <laughs> to spot said and also zed had a crazy uh extra bonus that I was applying to their role because their glam role was over 30. Woo! So he would have had to, like, there was no way he was going to recognize you at all. So, good job. The other part of my skill set I finally get to use. All right, so yeah, I will plant that stuff, walk past it, and then I'll, like, text back, okay, um, jump in the car and come pick me up. Let's go home. I thought we were going to go dancing. Yeah, oh, I, I wanted to go dancing. Yeah, let's go dancing. And you all head back to the Fairmont to go dancing at the little jazz club there. And that's actually where we're going to end tonight's episode, which is with them dancing. And we'll pick up the next morning. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, for those that stay for the whole podcast, I saw you in the uh, the little list of stuff, and I appreciate it very much. Uh, if you're again, if you're back on episodes, go to YouTube.com/identico. If you're watching this right now on YouTube.com/identico, go ahead and like and subscribe and leave us some comments. Tell us what what you're thinking here. Um, Smash that like button. Yes, subscribe to the channel, please. Uh, and with that, so we're gonna go around the horn again. Dot, where can they find you on the internet? Um, mostly on the Twitters, uh, dot matrix underscore oh one. Um, also with resting glitch face and gaming with Gage and friends. Okay. Uh, Kaylee, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me most often on Twitter at anime girl. And you can also find me at redemptionpodcast.com, where we are on our final season, season eight of the redemption podcast. Uh, and you will find me next, not this weekend, but next weekend in Ohio at a Capicon. Did that get figured out, by the way? I've been watching the updates. It did. Yeah, we, 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 our hotel cancel, like, is closing three days before the convention. Nobody knew. And we had another hotel step up and offer us a great room rate. Uh, Michael had that worked out within two hours. That was that's amazing. Freaking Michael crushed it. That's awesome. Glad to hear that that a catacomb is still going forward. As a Michael, I will take that compliment and I will forward it to him. Yes. Um, at, at the late at right the of all of Michaels. Michaels. Yes. At, yes. At our at our at our weekly meeting of all the yeah. Michaels. Um, yeah. Yeah. Speaking so Michael, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me at a lot of the same places you can find Kaylee. Uh, you can find me at Redemption, uh, our, our Star Wars podcast. Uh, you can find me sometimes at Rook and Rasp. You can also find me at Tubular Teens with Titans, a Power Rangers inspired, like Super Sente audio drama. Uh, you can find that on your podcatchers. It's a lot of fun. We are closing it on the end of our first season. That is awesome. Uh, by the way, don't forget, folks, Redemption Podcast is also on YouTube if you are a YouTube person. And Caleb. Where can they find you? And you have an extra announcement tonight. Mm -hmm. I do. I do. I do. I am on the socials at 
the Caleb G. You can hear me here. You can hear me on the RPG Academy. Hopefully, we're going to get back into our sample adventure series next year once a catacon settles because that just takes over uh, everything. You will see me in person at a catacon uh, that same weekend that everyone else will be there. Um, you can also see some of my charity work at point five past.org or on the socials P the number five past. Uh, speaking of that, we ran a couple charity games uh, a few weeks ago. <laughs> I don't remember. It was all a blur. And time is fluid. <laughs> time, time is an illusion. Lunchtime doubly so. Yeah. And part of that was uh, anyone who donated was entered into a raffle to win a brand new Hellfire Scorpion lightsaber model from uh, charity sponsor Deluxe Sabers, deluxesabers.com. Oh. And... So it's basically a lightsaber that looks like Scorpion's uh, sword from Mortal Kombat. It's awesome. I really want that. So, well, uh, I am right now, uh, right now, as we speak, I am running the uh, Wheel of Names. Um, this is a massive Wheel of Names because one person who shall remain nameless uh gave us a lot which i really super duper appreciate so i am running the wheel and i have a winner i just pulled this i'm going to hold it up to the screen no one will be able to read it does anyone see what that says it says kaylee it says kaylee seriously i i it's right there on the screen i am i am not technologically savvy enough to manipulate a website i'm a dummy <laughs> now i've got Two lightsabers. I can take over the world. Congratulations, so, Kaylee. Congratulations, Kaylee. Woo. Congratulations. Thank you, everybody who donated. Uh, Kaylee, I will uh, get, put you in contact with our sponsor, Deluxe Sabers. Well, thank you. And uh, definitely, if you put this on socials, uh, I will retweet and off mine and the Redemption account. So, yes. Boom. There we go. I never win anything. Yay. Um, as always, I'm Alex the Humanoid. I will. Probably be back for Identical After Dark tonight. I'm going to find a guest. I think I know who that's going to be now. Running around. People, we're going to try and talk about some hot D and some other stuff. Um, you can find me on the socials at Alex the Humanoid. Also, uh, on this channel and on the Gamers Heaven channel. So follow me there. You can find all those links in my Twitter bio or on link trees and things like that. Follow the show store links. It's there. Uh, my last thing. Uh, in a lot of places, by the way, early voting has started. Okay, early voting has started. Mail-in balloting has started in a lot of places. Hey, folks, participate, please, please, God, participate. Okay, uh, this this year especially, it's pretty critical. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world. Um, it's wonky out there. Um, decisions get made by those who show up. Um, so. Please go out and vote, participate in your electoral processes, especially some of you who live in crazy swing states. Help me out here. I live on the West Coast, right? Like, I vote for everything that happens. Like, it's just the same. Nothing changes out here. It's great. Um, some of y'all don't. Um, so, yeah, that's my last piece for tonight. Uh, we will see you very, very soon. Thank you for joining us. Bye, everybody. Good night. <laughs>